0: Welcome to This Word Is Your Life with Pastor Alexander Arthur coming to you from Word of Life Christian Center International in Nashville, Tennessee.
1: And so the first thing that we talk about put on a head take on the helmet of salvation take on the helmet with the understanding that you are eternally secure. Yes. Eternally secure. That's the first place. You are it no matter what happens, you are born again, child of God and heaven bound. Oh, glory be to God. And if ever you leave your body, your spirit leaves your body, you will make it straight to heaven. And all those who are gone before you that you knew, uh, you will see them there because that's God's promise to you. Praise the Lord. The second thing that you have to do with salvation is that it's the soundness of mind. Soundness of mind. That means you have to know how to think. You know, unfortunately, sometimes believers don't know how to think. They don't think right. To think right is to think truth. To think truth is to think the word of God. And, and if you're not thinking truth or thinking the word of God, Satan will make suggestions to you to make you think something else. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And so what you think will eventually make you. Now, if you're born again, it will not make you a sinner. But if you're born again, it will make you, though heaven bound, living on earth as if you were a sinner. Yes, have mercy indeed. (laughs) We We really don't want that. We want to make sure that indeed we want to live heaven on earth. The days of heaven on earth. And if you're going to do that, you have to think that way. The question is, how do you do that? Now, come with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And let's pick up on verse 3. 2 Corinthians, says, for, thou, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. You are walking in a human form, in a human body, but we don't fight like human beings fight. That's what it's saying. Next verse. For the weapons of our warfare, now are not carnal. That's what we talked about in Ephesians chapter six. Went through the weapons. They are not carnal. They are not uh, natural weapons like getting a gun or uh, getting a knife and just do something to somebody. I'm going to cut you. And they, they go look for a knife. No, that, <laughs> that's 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 carnal weapons. Hello. So, but mighty, that means that the carnal, if you have a carnal weapon, it's not mighty. That's mighty. Amen. Are you getting hear? Because it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. And so, if you take on the weapons of our warfare from God, it will provide for you a powerful tool with which to engage in the warfare. They said, to the pulling down of strongholds. To the pulling down of What is a stronghold? A stronghold is that which you built in your mind through indoctrination, through education, through customs, through traditions, through habits. All these become strongholds. The enemy uses as avenues to your mind. So, when you come to the Lord, you now have the gift of salvation what you do now is you got to renew your mind you got to take the stronghold of the enemy that was built up when you were in the world and now build up a different kind of stronghold in your mind because you can build a different one if you want to and you will build it according to the word of the written word of God praise the Lord so a lot of times people have strongholds that that affect their behavior and their conduct. Those are habits that they have picked up over the years. Traditions. The Bible said the traditions of the elders have made the word of God non-effect. Customs and traditions. Sometimes if you come from a different kind of country or nation, they have customs. And those customs have a way of, of, uh, of, you know, for example, uh, being from Africa and being from uh, from Ghana and being from a particular tribe called the Fa- Akan tribe, we are Kans, we have a, the tendency to follow the, the tradition, the custom that says that inheritance doesn't go from father to son, but it goes from father to a nephew. Did you hear me? Yeah. And so, Which means that there are fathers that will have children and will not take as good care of the children as they would take care of their nephews because their nephews are the ones who are going to eventually succeed them. Are you getting me here? Now, it's a tradition that has worked and the reason why my father was here, I asked him about it. He told me and I don't have time to go through why. Why, well, that is the case. But the point is that that is a tradition. The Bible says if you are a father and you don't provide for your family, you are like an infidel. But the tradition allows you to do it. Uh, Things are changing, though, I should point out. Nowadays, uh, uh, you know, you could get a will done and the will, the money, or whatever you have will go to your child. But the tradition before was that. That if you are a king on the throne, your son, like Prince Charles, will not going to be the one that will will succeed you. It got to be your nephew, your sister's children. And so, Grace's children, <laughs> if I had money, would be the ones to succeed me, Now Cobra and his sisters. You follow this? It's a tradition of the elders. Make the word of God none effect. And so, this is a stronghold. It's just a stronghold back home. It's all very difficult to fight it. Because if you do anything contrary to that, they're telling you that you are not about the family. Because if you're about a family, you would do that. Now, there are other tribes, other ethnic groups there that do, the is different. It goes from the father and the son. But I'm talking about the Akans. That is the issue there. So the whole point I'm making is, is that that kind of stronghold affects the conduct and the behavior of a person. Hello? And the sad thing about this is that they think. Because historically, traditionally, by way of custom, that's why the elders, the ancestors have done it. They too should continue to do that. Anything contrary to that would mean that they have been disrespectful to the ancestors. Oh, you got to let the ancestors go when you come to the truth. Got to let them go. Are you listening to me here? Because there's a whole new African culture African history in the black community today that they believe in, let's worship ancestors. No, worship God. Worship God. Hello. Thank God for the ancestors that came through and suffered and made it possible for us, as we say, often we're standing uh, on the shoulders of those who went before us. We appreciate them, but not to worship them. All right, let's move on. Uh, and so it says, but mighty through God to pulling down our strongholds. Another stronghold would be for someone that doesn't forgive. There are some people like that. Oh, they will be nice with, to you, enjoy life and everything, but oh, when you cross them, they will tell you, hey, you can do anything, but if you cross me, it's all over. <laughs> Who are you? Hello? The Bible says that we are to forgive because we have been forgiven. There's nothing that anyone can do to you that you can say that you will not forgive them. Are you getting me here? And then that becomes a stronghold with some people. Another stronghold would be the idea that some people have that when it comes to money, they have to hold on to. They are coins <laughs> because uh, it is uh, in a penny saved, penny pound made or whatever <laughs> that they say. And so people have the tendency, let's do that. And they, 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 they were raised on it. And after a while, it becomes stinginess hello another another stronghold would be bitterness some people get so bitter that they cannot be be persuaded be be, be satiated uh, in any ways uh for somebody to come around and try and resolve a dispute they, they just can't seem to allow themselves to let go Let go whatever pain and hurt or harm that somebody had done to them. You've got to let it go. Because if you don't let it go, it becomes bitterness. Look at Hebrews chapter 12. We'll come back to the verse 15. Hebrews 12, 15. It says, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Hmm. Look at that. Look it diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness, any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. Bitterness will defile you. Bitterness will contaminate you. Bitterness will make you not walk in love. And if you don't walk in love, your faith will not work. You can't put up the shield of faith if you're not walking in love. Because the Bible says, faith working by love. And if you love someone, you're not going to be bitter towards them. Do you know the Bible says that that's what Esau had with his brother uh, um, uh, Jacob. He was bitter against him because as far as he was concerned, Jacob took his blessing. If he had read the Bible, of course, they didn't have it then. (laughs) He would have known that God's plan all along was that the elder will serve the younger. And so when God has a plan, just go along with the plan. It is when you don't go along with the plan that will make you bitter. Because somebody got this, somebody got that. What about me? Uh, it's a wonderful illustration where George Myers does the, what about me, what about me, what about me. That is so true. Everybody says, hey, people got this, people go, what about me? And you do that, you are making yourself even more bitter. Yeah. If you find bitter people, they tend to have issues with health. Because yeah. yeah. they see the person that they are, have bitterness towards, then immediately it affects what they are thinking about that individual. Let it go. Let it go. Nobody is worth you being beat over them. Nobody's worth it. Nobody's worth it. Praise the Lord. Nobody's worth it. I I think uh, my woman of God, Pastor Taffy, puts it this way. She says, don't let anybody rent free space in your mind. They don't even know they've done you anything. They just keep on going. They're gone. And you are sitting at home just angry, annoyed, bitter over what they've done, and they're not even thinking about you. Ain't that sad? That's a a stronghold that some people have
0: for more information on pastor alexander arthur or word of life christian center international go to wlcci.org or call 615-876-3086 and please consider joining us in person for services sunday mornings at 10 30 and wednesday nights at 7 p.m or join us for our virtual services on both facebook and youtube
1: uh, thank you for listening to our program this morning and uh For those of you who have not had the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, will you pray this prayer with me? Say, Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior, and I ask you to come into my life. Take it and do something with it. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: At Word of Life Christian Center International, we believe in the power of prayer. Send us your prayer requests by email at worship at WLCCI.org or by phone at 615-876-3086. You can mail prayer requests to us at WLCCI, P.O. Box 23421, Nashville, Tennessee 37202. And remember, for all you're getting, get understanding, for the Word of Life Changes Lives.